Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the road podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I am one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We also got DJ Never here. Yo, what up? We got DJ D-Miles. What is good? We got Jamie the Great. Yeah. We have associate producer in the building. <laughs> titles, yeah, titles. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Noodles, and yes. we are actually celebrating our four-year anniversary. Man. There we yeah. go. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Guys. Four years. That's crazy. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? Four years doing this shit. <laughs> we were just, we just talking about when it all kind of like came as an idea, right? That was a week after the um the shooting out here. Yeah. In your head, you came up with it, right? <laughs> no, in my head, I had an idea that I wanted to do with him. Yeah. But then there was when I told you about it, you're like, oh, I want to do one too. And I was like, I'll help you with yours. And then you're like, let's just do one together. And I was like, oh, okay. And then so like, Jamie, it was Jamie's idea. Mastermind. It was never Jamie's idea. <laughs> and you know then what, what I mean? Two, two it's later. ridiculous for him to even think it was. You know what? Idea. It, was, it was a vision. I woke up. It was cold sweat. No, no. It, was, it wasn't my idea. Jamie was still doing his sneaker blog. Yeah. At the time. Yeah, I was doing a sneaker blog. But the thing is. But you just had, moved to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking three, well, five, whenever the, the shooting was. I moved the day of. But you had the idea of the DJ podcast, and it was your idea that you wanted to do one. Yeah. And then we just brought these two along. We just said, show yeah. up. <laughs> we put a microphone in their face. And well, when I was, in the, I was at the office at the time, it was like, yo, you want to do the podcast? <laughs> he was, never was already oh, working. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Fuck it. Right. The funny thing is, you, you were telling me later that Nudie was actually at <laughs> the same and time. And I didn't even remember that. I was there that yeah. night. That's when I yeah. met her. And I didn't want to go by myself. Because after the shooting, it was just like a weird energy. This all happened because he said, Yo, come with me because I'm scared. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, cool. I I didn't want to go. You were scared to DJ because of the shooting? Yeah, because it was after. It was that night. It was a week after. Oh, a week after. And I was just like, Bro, I don't want to go by myself. This is kind of weird. I don't know what it's going to be like. But the problem is, is that they have a balcony. They're known for this balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when you look over the balcony, it literally looks over. The area that was yeah that was the massacre at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was like really cryptic being there yeah and like the staff was on edge and it the, was yeah. the window was still shattered and, and it was the same hotel yes. where the <laughs> so shooter the, was shooting from <laughs> yeah and when the, what was even weirder is that I feel like the staff was eerie but the crowd was just having a blast because half of them were from like out of the country out of yeah, town they didn't, they didn't even really know I what mean, was going on it felt like inappropriate to really go to out and celebrate and yeah, to party man. and shit it was yeah. like a weird energy and whatnot but yeah I mean I bumped into him. You know, I, I felt like he had a knowledge of podcasts and video and audio, and I was wrong. You know, I'm terribly wrong. <laughs> all wrong. That's why I initially he said, like, you. well, that's why I was like, <laughs> I, in, in my head, I was like, look, I've been wanting to do a podcast, like I told you guys, since 2012. Yeah. yeah. When did we link up? 2017? Yes. Yeah. So I've been wanting to do a podcast since 2012. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I was actually doing it by myself. So, uh-huh. like, you, you know, DJ City's. Uh, one of their co-owners and co-founders is Quickie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He was actually the first person I interviewed. Oh, wow. So oh, I, shit. I never knew this. Yeah. So I actually was in LA and I had one of those. What is the mic that I have? The uh, uh, the, the blue? The blue? They called the... The Yeti? The Yeti, Yeti mic. Yeti, yeah. I had a Yeti mic and I interviewed him for like maybe an hour and a half or two uh-huh. hours. You still have that footage? I think I still have it somewhere. Oh, and we're going to play it right now. For no, we don't. <laughs> It's, a, it's about us. It's not about. <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about crooked. 
I would solo, like to hear that footage. Solo though. podcast. <laughs> nah. No, no, but I, I did interview him in 2012. I, I remember and, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I, we talked, and it just didn't, like, I was kind of like, oh, man, I can't do this alone. Like, yeah. it was just a, a bunch of shit to do alone. Because I remember you was buying, like, all this equipment. Yeah, yeah. You, you never used it. It, it was, was a while before you eventually started using it. Yeah, it's funny. When I talked to Quickie, like, later, maybe, like, two years ago, he was like, imagine if you actually kept going with the podcast in 2012. He's right. like, you'd probably be one of the bigger podcasts now because you would have been the first. You've been 10 years in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even crazy. even back then, I was still inspired by Cypher Sounds. Yeah. Um, with a one-up. One-up. Yeah. And then even Bill Burr at the time. Yeah, he had his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was inspired by those two. I was like, oh, man, Bill Burr podcast. He does it by himself. And then yeah. one-up, it's like we never heard a podcast or we never heard anything that talked about hip hop, wow. right? Yeah. yeah. Especially like, and it was interviewing the 90s mm-hmm. artists, and yeah. we were hearing like the inside stories from all yeah. these 90s the, dudes. The artists, producers from back in the days. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, yo, imagine if I did this with DJs and like the DJ industry. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's why I was like, yo, let me get quickie in DJ City because it's like such, at that time especially, it was such an important MP3, uh, MP3 pool, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. DJ pool for everyone and stuff. Damn, um, man. I kind of yeah. do want to hear that footage. I ain't going to lie. Just to I, see what the the content was. I mean, in 2012. Was, you know I'm, I'm gonna saying? look for it. Maybe we play like a little snippet if I can find something. But yeah. I, I don't even know if I can find that shit. Damn. To, to be honest with you, but it's a, it's a lot of work. That's why, like, when I was listening, just because, like, again, I went to school. You know, like I've you know I've like won awards, but it took me a lot of work and like seven years putting on an audio show is really difficult. And especially, like, you have five mics, five different volumes. Like, people may not know, but it, it's a lot that yeah. goes into it. Yeah. And especially the way you guys do it, because you guys have the video aspect. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Which is really, like, I think it was, like, a slow learn and shit like that. Oh, no. Yeah. It began just posting the, the cover yeah. and then just the description. And now it's, like, audio snippet, videos. And yeah. it's, like, a whole. Even even still, like, we're, I'm still behind on video clips for, for social media because there's just so many moving pieces. There's artwork. YouTube, yeah. Even when Nudia came through and she, like, uh, she actually helped put together the best of episodes and whatnot. Yeah. You know, you realize how, how much work it was. And even still, like, we had to, you know, Jamie was walking her through. We, we was all work, working together. There's yeah. a lot of communication. Yeah. Even now we have, like, yeah. meetings an hour and a half just on brainstorming ideas for clips or whatever, mm-hmm. audio snippets and, and all that good shit. So, yeah, man, it's a lot of work. Mad motherfuckers hit me up. They're like, yo, I'm going to start a podcast, too. God and I'm like, you. yo, like. <laughs> God bless you. I'm just like, yo, yeah, do that shit, you know. Yeah. But it's like, that's a lot of work. You know, and I think one of the hardest things is actually getting everyone communicating to everybody and get, having everyone come mm-hmm. and like, you know, getting everyone here yeah. 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 in the right spot. And especially like, you know, it, it's been especially last year was rough. Oh, last year was, yeah. yeah, that should take that should really tested us. But I mean, you know, it, it's a lot of work and it's like it feels like it's kind of moving, you know, together and it's evolving. And I like I where it's going. Yeah, yeah. I like mm-hmm. uh you know, having Nudia involved. I know we could all talk about how yeah. your guys' oh, lives geez. changed when oh I came God. around. It's yeah. funny because Sujit was telling me, he's like, you guys are good. He's like, but you're not great. And he's like, you know, like that missing piece. He's like, you need like a female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A woman you need voice. like a, a woman. Like, yeah, you need a female's pr- perspective and you're missing that. 
Yeah. And I don't know if nudie is the right female. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but we're it's trying. A start, but it's she's a start. good for now. I made that joke she's before. Good. I just everyone knows I made that punchline before you did. So she's, she's, she's good enough for already, now. She's okay. She fulfills the right yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she moves the ball around. Sorry. She I wanted onion rings, but I'll take I'll take the season five. Yeah. No, I'm an hors d'oeuvre. I am an hors d'oeuvre, not an appetizer. All right. Ring got onion rings. I'll take oh, the season fries. <laughs> I'll take that instead. All right, man. Well, let's let's just go through these questions. Then. All right. All right. <laughs> go ahead, shoot. You know what? I kind of feel like right now. I kind of feel like you know, like the ugly girl that gets brought into like the VIP tables because her friends are hot. Like, this is it. That's what <laughs> I feel like you. right now. I'm just like, yeah, guys, talk about. The four years. <laughs> and you got into the VIP section. You yeah, saw four, like, four ugly guys. Now, you, now you're disappointed. <laughs> like, fuck. Yeah, I'm going to get out of here. Look what's in VIP. These four st- ugly guys talking about their <laughs> podcast. I should have just stayed at the bar. <laughs> Let me go back to the bar and get a drink. So I got a question. When I initially asked you to be a part of this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be a part of this podcast. What were your... I know... Never. I, what There's were your thoughts? never. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, guess, I told you this before. I thought it was just like one episode. <laughs> I was just, I thought I was, was going to be the guest. Okay. I, just, I thought I was just going to sit in this one, this one recorded. So you didn't understand the dynamic of any of this? No, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one-off. But you was just like, yo, just tell your perspective about DJing, be, this and that. Be honest. And did I, you, did I you thought, even know what a podcast was? Come on, man. I would do fuck this. I don't ask, know. Ask no, but the next question. No, no, no. Oh, I'll put it as like, have you ever listened to a podcast? Prior to. Well, you used to fucking play them shits. You used to play Bill Burr at the um, office. Oh, okay, we had okay. Yeah, yeah. So you would listen. You would I'm, I'm, Yeah, I just didn't, never listened to it. I never listened to it on my own. Yes. My own time. Okay, I was okay. listening to a podcast. So in your head, no. it was probably like AM radio, right? Kind of like it that. It was just like, um, it was. Like talk radio. It was like talk radio. Yeah, right. talk exactly. Radio. Yeah. So never had yeah. no clue of, of his commitment. Like, no, you did I didn't know, know what I was getting myself into. I thought it was just one episode. So why did you keep going? I don't know because because you know what you, we kept recording at, at noon and I was dead. It's like, oh, are we gonna be you will pull him out of like, the office. Right, I'll <laughs> take like a, a break from noon. I'll, I'll do this. I'll take this in my lunch. I'll record this. Yeah, oh, not yeah. for real. Yeah, I'm, I just drag never into. Yeah, you dragged him into it. <laughs> You know, I was wondering how you got involved. I'm not even yeah. lying. And it somehow like, works out, right? Me and Never didn't even know each other. We yeah. met the first. Yeah, we met that first day. The first we, recording. We recorded, this yeah. when we first ever spoke yeah, to each other. Don't front. Don't yeah. front. You didn't like He him. hated me. Yeah. You know I why? Yeah. You know why? You. you know why, though? I, w- right? I would make. Uh, he was, really, really he was like jokes. too comfortable and joking and shit. I was like, yo, I don't know this dude to be yeah, joking he, like he that. He would talk shit to like Never. I would talk shit to a lot of people. Yeah, but he would talk shit to Never. Yeah. And you just don't like, like on some like. Like we're all friends. Like they've been knowing. Like you don't, you don't know like, me like that to be joking no, he, like that. He was. Yeah. He thought he was back at Riff with like all yeah. the coworkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like shooting talking shit. shit. But you like kind of like you know you I mean, seasoned vet. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. He wanted some guys. respect. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like in a friendly matter, but I was talking a lot of shit. Yeah. I had to. I had to learn. I had to learn. I can't deny that. Never's respect. Those first few episodes were rough for Jamie though. Like because. Like even you, Crooked. Like everyone was just shitting on him. I oh feel. no, it wasn't a few episodes. Well, the, it was pro- the, first the problem it was like years. a year. It was like the first year. Or two. The problem is Jamie. Like he talks like he knows. Like in the beginning, he was talking like he knew what the fuck he was talking about, mm-hmm. and he was just entering a, a, like this new, a new industry. World. Yeah. 
So like we not I'm not gonna sit here and let this motherfucker say a bunch of shit that he don't know what he's talking about. Like, I may have seen like I've, I've been headlining for years. But do you realize that, right? Yeah. You realize you sound crazy sometimes, like <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Right? Yeah. That's a delusional thing that a lot of people have. Because people are like yo, you don't you don't get on Jamie like you do like you did before, right? Because he's, he's come he's come a, he's come a long way. Yeah. But he I'm knows he knows now when you don't know. I was shit. a kid though. I was 27 at the time. I mean, that's I right. mean that you're not a kid. <laughs> that was, that's, you don't know better. It was like four years ago, though. Man. You don't know better. You don't <laughs> you know better. You think you know. Man. You you don't know better. You think you know everything. Just because you've done a little bit, you feel like you've. Nah, it's because he yeah. had like he was like insta famous back in that day. I wasn't insta famous. He was. Kind of like, was. Yeah, yeah he was on it. Jamie was. Jamie. He, he was still popping. The, the, he was jeered up in the sneakers. Yes. Shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was popping in the sneakers. Right. Okay. Give more respect than that. Yeah. But and yeah. that, and that whole world is full of shit. You know what I'm saying? That whole world, uh, that whole sneaker world, the majority of the motherfuckers in the sneaker world full yeah, of shit. Yeah, but I come from the- I The come resellers, from the, those resellers. I, co- I come from a different cloth. Respect my wait, name. I come wait, from those Riff LA. <laughs> they talk a lot. They talk Son, a lot. You're going to give me my respect because I'm from Riff LA. I'm not from the new Son, those, like, those kind of those weird, those weirdo motherfuckers <laughs> that like cloud chase. Oh, no, they, yeah. That's a different one. And that's they do like skits and shit. The like, high beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're not about that. But come on. They're all full of shit. Well, no, no. I yeah, said that. Yeah. I'm not one of those, though. So you came. From that, that world, world, and then he came to this world, which is the realest. We're the realest motherfuckers. You <laughs> 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 so thorough. <laughs> now I tell motherfuckers like we're not the best DJs, right? <laughs> no, uh-huh. we're, we're definitely not the smartest DJs. Mm-hmm. We're not the wokest DJs, but we're the realest. I feel like. Yeah, I can attest to that. You, you, yeah, you definitely put me in my place and taught me a lot of new shit that I right. didn't know about. Be yeah. honest, yeah, being honest with yourself and stuff like that. Accountability, yeah. Yeah. We've been. We, it's been a long trip here. It was so difficult working with him <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah, Yo, do you remember? Like, it was so difficult. Yeah, 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 like, yeah please. Do you teach, don't review this teaching trip. him like audio, like going through audio, going through video, like just teaching him, like even just like communication and like accountability and response and all of this shit. It was like you gotta understand. You don't even know. I know now. I know now. <laughs> How many times have I made you cry? Uh, at when least you four told times. Me that he used to cry. That made me so. Yeah, because you get you get like it was it was it reminded me when I was playing sports, and the <laughs> coach would yell at you, and it'll, it'll get you frustrated because you you try so hard and it's you the, still fucked it's up. It's to break you down to build the, you up. Thing. Yes, is that shit. So it wasn't. I knew it wasn't malicious from you. I know it was like coming from a, a good place. <laughs> but it was it was. Uh, I have a question though. Would you feel bad when Jamie would cry? No, no. <laughs> because you know why? You know why? Bad? You know what those tears are? <laughs> of joy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Growing. You know what those tears are? Growing. No, what no, no. It? I'm gonna tell you something. When you work for somebody, right? Uh huh. This is the thing. When you work for somebody, you become really good at like kind of dismissing and putting the blame on other shit. Mm-hmm. Right? You're not very accountable when you work from somebody. A lot of people aren't. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yo, you can blame a whole bunch of shit. You can blame the manager. You can blame this person. You can blame a whole bunch of things, right? Yeah. When you work for yourself, there's nobody fucking shit up except the person in the mirror, you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so the thing is, is that when you start working for yourself, right, or you work with a partner, right, mm-hmm. if you treat your partner like the owner of the business or manager and you lie to them or you're dismissive or you deflect or you have no accountability, you're not being a good partner. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Mm-mm. Right? So in this case, sometimes the person needs to realize if, I, if, if I'm 
if I'm bullshitting the person I'm working with, mm-hmm. I'm making their job and their life harder, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm lying to them. I'm not. I'm I'm giving. I'm making them do my work. Mm-hmm. So what kind of a teammate or what kind of a partner am I being? Yeah. And sometimes you don't realize it. And when I made him, when I kind of put it on the table, like, yo, you're doing this, you're doing this. And maybe he didn't realize it. When he realizes it, there's a bit of shame. There's a bit of, right? Yeah. And there's well, a kind of thing like, yo, you kind of think like, damn, man, why am I moving like this? I could do I, better. I could do better. Yeah. 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 And that's that's exactly but what I'm, I'm good at doing. I'm really good. <laughs> I'm making people and, cry. Well, I'm, look, <laughs> Cor- delegating. I was like, raised by a Korean single mother. Aww. She's really good at like putting <laughs> guilt on me <laughs> to be better. So like, I'm really good at putting guilt on motherfuckers but, to make them better. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. It reminded me of my coaches. Like it, he'll put me in my place, and yeah, tears of frustration yeah. that you should do better. It wasn't no malicious. But I shit. did feel like when I first, I think people think like no. if you say, "Yo, you make somebody cry," you they feel like, "Oh, you're a bad person." No, it was a it was coming from a good place. Where like, "Yo, you got to get your shit together because this can be the biggest shit you can do, and you're not taking care of it." But I did feel like when the first couple conversations I had with Crooked, and he talked about bringing me on, like. He, I feel like he always thought I was gonna cry because he always kind of like was very like, and I'm just like, damn, what is, what had you guys gone through? The the, the thing is like, <laughs> the thing is when you first got on, right? Start the script. When games. we have when we have meetings like about work, I focus on the work, mm-hmm. and then Nudie wants to like go through a couple minutes of pleasantries, right? Mm-hmm. She wants to like throw in the little pleasantries here and there. How you doing? Oh, I saw you here. Wait. I saw you. I'm just like, yo, fuck all that. Let's focus dude, on the dude, work. Dude, he made you cry I also? Hi. No, he didn't make me cry. No. not. Yet. But I made you look in the mirror a couple of times and yeah. just be like, yo, I got to no, get, no, get my shit together. No, you did not. No, you did not. You can be better, Nudia. You know what's funny is that- Why, why, did, I, why did I call him to get the my lava parents shit. to lava? Yo, chill, chill. No, like I, did, I did OD on them that, like last week or something. It's fine. You, uh, she you know what's- I got a funny story about that. I met her with Alexa, the door girl. And she was just like, she listened to the podcast. Alexa, the girl from Lava. From Lava. Uh, what she She's think? like, why you made such a big deal out of that shit? Why'd you, why'd you make, <laughs> she's like, I could have just put her name on for Saturday. Like, why you, why you, why'd you fuck with her? Like, that poor girl and her parents. Why did you fuck with her? Uh, but James understood. James knows what I'm talking about. Of course yeah. he did. And she, 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 and Alexa understands later, but yeah. you know, she was on your side. You know, y'all, y'all all shout out to Alexa. Alexa. Shout out to Alexa. Y'all thanks, all stick to y'all stick James together. So. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? We were talking <laughs> about I always drag you into shit, right? Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So wait, at some point, were you like, why is he keep calling me to do these? Recordings? I mean, after no, this was like the first time. It was like I was new to it. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. yeah. And then after a while, I was just like, oh, we're gonna do this every week, and from there, it was just like, all right, cool, let's do it. Because we did this for a year. Yeah, without yeah. getting any type of sponsorship money or any type of funding, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you guys were cool with that. Yeah, yeah. It was it, honestly, it was a, it was a cool journey. Like even the first time we took the road trip to LA, yeah, it was like on our own dime, and yeah. we just made it happen. And it was just a dope experience when we. I think we had Stone and Graham on, right? Yeah, during the holidays. Oh yeah, that was the first. That was that was, was technically not the first. Uh, nah, what was the? F- that wasn't was the. That's that. That wasn't the first. Uh, that was the first time we traveled. I mean, yeah, kind of. But kinda the real, yeah. real one was with Cipher Sounds, Rock the Con, Spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the real first trip, and that was even on our own dime. We and had that was at Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah. So yeah, but the, the first trip to uh to, with Stone Rock and Graham, I think we were just going. We were there for uh for scam holiday party. Yeah, holiday yeah. party shit. But that wasn't the first one. Well, what, what about you, D? What do 
What did you did you know uh, what you getting into? Did you understand what the fuck? I this understood was? it, but I was really nervous because I'm naturally quiet. Yeah. So it, it was like for me, I'm like, damn, what kind of value am I going to add to this? Because I know myself. I know I'm quiet. I'm really soft spoken. And to be honest with you, to be completely transparent, like over the last four years, this has really helped me with public speaking. And it's helped me like even being on the mic in the club, like everything that we do, like I'm just so much more comfortable with just talking. Wow. Like even like just meeting people and being personable. I didn't know it's that. helped me in a lot of ways, man. So before I just was just very quiet, kind of like to myself. And I'm like, damn, like how's this going to translate to a podcast? You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I've this like even after the um the pandemic, like this last year is probably the most comfortable I've ever been in the four years of being on the podcast. Like now I feel like I know my lane. Yeah, yeah. I know my voice on the podcast. Right. Like before I I always felt like I wasn't sure of myself. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I didn't really know where I fit in. Cause you you have a very dominating personality. Neville is very, very knowledgeable. Jamie's funny. I didn't really know where I fit in. Jamie's what? He's funny. I'm okay. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> People love me. So well, yeah. you, you know what you are. You're, what? you're the most. You're the more rational, right? Sensible yeah. person, yeah. right? <laughs> and <laughs> most probably the most like real honest person that when he lives through shit like his ass fi- being fixed and whatever, <laughs> it, 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 he's like that, that dude lived, that lived he, for so long. But open. he brings he's that to the table. I mean, he, he's yeah. one of the more transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I meant to say. Yes. Transparent. Yeah, yeah he talked about. But yeah, I was to to answer the question. I was nervous. I was yeah. just like, damn, man, like. What am I gonna bring? Yeah, you know, there were some was episodes cool. that were like, "Yo, where's D Miles? <laughs> Why is he so quiet?" Yeah, like, people like comment that. I just didn't really know where I fit in a lot of times, but over the last year, I feel like I've gotten better, and it's translated into other areas of my life. So I'm like super grateful for this shit, man. There was a couple of times where you wanted to to leave, right? Yeah, because I just I was probably going through something personal, or I just was frustrated. Or, you know, obviously during the pandemic, we were all having our moments. Yeah, I think yeah. that was And I was just time. very, we, didn't, we wasn't seeing eye to eye maybe, and I just was checked out mentally, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And all those things played a role in the medium. It's like, damn, I don't know, like, if this is for me sometimes. But I'm glad, like, you know, Crooked, we had conversations, and you, like, checked me on things, and all those things were beneficial. And I, I'm grateful for that shit to even have someone that's willing to, like, care enough about me to check me on shit, you know what I'm saying? I feel Indeed. like if you didn't care, you would just na- you'd say nothing. It's exhausting, honestly. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> just, just like managing off off three of you now, four of you. It's like <laughs> I know when I talk to D, I got to make a lot of sports references. Yeah, and know? he does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'd be ex- I'd be explaining shit to him. Scotty Pippen, let and this then I'm team just down. like, yeah, I'm just like, oh, let me like, bring this sports thing that I know, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. and then the he's like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. But you He's get like, it after yeah. the sports reference, He'll like right? reference like Phil Jackson and like yeah. Jordan and Pippen. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, you don't watch shit in sports. <laughs> That's fine. Well, because yeah, I asked them, I was like, how did you, I, th- I forgot who I asked. I was like, what did you tell them when you like, it was like, oh, Nudia's just going to come in and be with us. I was like, did you just even tell them? Because I showed up and they both like looked confused for a minute. Like the first. No, we had a conversation, right? Then we have a conversation. I'm pretty yeah, far. But it, was, yeah. it wasn't like yeah. permanent. It was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we do this. Like, <laughs> Obviously, we can tell who was shocked. <laughs> but it was cool. Like, it was It was like, yo, like, we always like in the grants, like, that would be cool to have a female or a, a woman uh, point of view, right? And point of reference to have for different shit. 
that was like, oh, that was like I, I, mean, oh, no, I didn't here. say that. Ah, what do you bring that. to the table, Nudia? <laughs> well, ultimately, I was like, you know, when when she contacted us, she was like, you know, or she contacted Jamie. She's yeah. like, you guys should do a best of when we took that month yeah. off in mm-hmm. September. And I was like, yo, you know, that Kruger best said, of- Kruger said, well, tell her to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> I offered out. to help. And I, well, offered, I, I, yeah, I said I'm this. Sure. I said, look, if she, that's a great idea. You know, I, I think we should put it together. But let's see what she's capable of, mm-hmm. like as, as far as the technical side of it. Yeah. And she's she's she actually edits audio. She she knows some basics in video. And Jamie and I showed her a little bit more in video. And it's it's just one of those things where like I don't meet a lot of DJs, right? Who have ideas like that and share them with us and are willing to execute. Right. So mm-hmm. if she's willing to execute this, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. And she executed it. And then the only thing is that we have to make ourselves available to help her along the way. Mm -hmm. So she's not alone in doing it. And then we also set the standard for how it's supposed to look and how it's supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. You know, so obviously, you know, she was able to do the first best of. And I was like, all right, let me see how she does on the second one. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take a a small step back. And Jamie was overseeing a little bit. And then it went through. And I said, you know what? Someone who's willing to go this far and do all of this, that's someone I would invest in further. And I think she can bring something to the podcast. Right. Especially in working with her. Because mm-hmm. it's not easy working with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a, a certain standard for for work ethic and, mm-hmm. and what I what I want in the end product, right? Mm-hmm. And she was and she was coming through. Do you understand? So like that's why we brought <clears throat> you on. And you know. hundreds of ideas that she brings to the table all the time, like right. random shit. Like, um, and wait, wait, and she has a radio background, right? And yeah. with her radio background, she can teach us a lot. And then I was like, and she was already teaching us shit that I didn't know, like the best of. Mm-hmm. And she brought up some other ideas, even you know some of the topics and the themes that she has for some of our future episodes that are gonna kind of come out. You know, right, like. Right. I thought it was a good structure. She has this radio structure. How, how many years have you been in radio? Eight years or yeah, plus? seven. Yeah, she's bringing this knowledge that I'm going to learn from. And I was like, yo, this is perfect. I yeah. get to learn something new. And, uh, you know, what she's going to bring this structure. And I think it'll help everything. Yeah. You know, it's one of the things that I think we were in the end missing. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, what I think this could even turn into, if it was possible to evolve it, would be like a morning show or something like that. Right. If yeah. we were to get older, wake up every morning and do a show, who knows? We could get better in the next two, three years, five years. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where it could turn into something like that. But for what I've what I've understood, especially when I see the long when I see people's careers like a, a Charlemagne or anybody yeah. in radio or in you know, mm-hmm. in the music industry or in the nightlife industry, it takes time to like get better at what you do. Yeah. So even, what you know where like you said, where we are now after four years I feel like I'm a better interviewer. I feel yeah. like I feel like, you know, I'm better at collecting my thoughts. I feel mm. I feel like everyone's better at expressing themselves and and speaking and and doing everything. Yeah. D mm-hmm. like, you know, like some of the shit you've shared on on our past episodes is like is great. Mm. I, I couldn't get that from anybody. Yeah. You know, you're so transparent about things even even things that you're struggling with. Mm-hmm in your career or personal life sometimes, yeah. you know? And it's, it really serves as a form of therapy. Yeah. And you honestly, understand? you know, I, there's a lot of DJs who hit me up and maybe hit all of you guys up 
and they they let you know like yo that yeah. shit was real and like yeah. mm-hmm. nobody speaks like that yeah and that's yeah. the one thing i can say like that's why i said like we are i we we are the realest and i don't mean like yo like you know group home we're the yeah. realest kind of shit <laughs> i'm just saying like we we like I, I feel i feel like any other dj who's bigger who's more famous cannot be that honest yeah because mm-hmm. they be risking they, they too much protect the brand yeah they got to protect their brand and yeah. honestly the more high profile a dj is the more full of shit they have to be mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying it goes with any artist yeah. or anybody yeah. in mm-hmm. the industry the higher yeah. up they are the more full of shit they are on the mic pause yeah. you know so like we're in a position where we can navigate through our careers and speak as transparently as we can mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying so yeah. Uh, knock and, on wood, you know. Yeah, and no, we also give the platform to other DJs that have gone through shit. Yeah, I mean, just a few weeks ago we had Bonix, and that was such a big turnout that people love giving us. I the, got mad DMs about him. Yeah, yeah. about how real that conversation was and the things he went through with his health, and like, yeah, yeah people can really relate to that, man. Yeah. Like that, that 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 episode is one of my favorites that we've done because it's just jam packed and it's really fucking honest about shit. And it goes back to like a Rock the Con episode as well, one of the early ones. He was just honest about everything. Yeah, that Rotacon, that that Rotacon episode, he puts everything out on the table. Mm-hmm. He's so <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I, and it was too honest that we had to cut some things out because we like we gotta yeah, protect I, them a little bit. We we yeah. edit certain shit out, and I was like, I was telling you, even when the Rotacon, I'm like, yo, you gotta take that shit out because that's a, yeah, because yeah. I can't have my man out there like that. yeah, and it was you know, like, like I can't have everything <laughs> out. And, and, and he he didn't mind it. That's the thing. He goes, I don't give a fuck. I spoke everything, but it was just like. Okay, we got it. And then we we still do that to to some other episodes where like, okay, yeah. we might have to take that out, take that out. I think that's the mm-hmm. one reason why DJs are willing, some DJs are willing to come on this podcast because they know in the end we're not trying to like embarrass them or no, frame no, no, them no, no, or no. shit. We're just yeah. trying to get the real story out. Yeah. And and what what really happened and shit. But yeah, speaking man. of episodes, what are y'all favorite guests or episodes or conversations that we've had? I'll be honest, man. My favorite, it was a few, but when we went to Miami, bro, yeah, I had an amazing time. When we talked to Mauricio, yeah, yeah. When we talked to um, Jessica, who she was dope, and then um, fuck, he just uh, I can't get my thoughts together. The, uh, Silent Addy, Silent Bill Spector, Bill Spector, Laz, Laz. I was thinking about Laz, man. Laz was amazing. Laz is yeah. amazing. He was funny. Story. He was charismatic. He talked about his family. He talked about his upbringing. Like, you know, he 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 just everything about him was so real, man. Yeah, yeah. That that, that trip to me, honestly, like if I could think about just a time that stuck out in my head with the podcast and being with everybody, it was Miami. It was a lot mm-hmm. of fun, though. Miami was, yeah, no, that we was still, we still party. We had dinners. That was like, a good time, man. Yeah, that man. was our last trip, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, and we, and we was like, after that trip, we planned on going to like London, yeah. Toronto. Toronto. I mean, we had, we, had, we had Texas lined up the week that everything shut down. Yeah, yeah, right. We had to cancel and that. Then, and then pandemic happened. The pandemic yeah. hit us. I feel like with Miami, we finally, I finally got us organized for the out of town recordings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're yeah. like mules. Because LA was rough. Like the, mm-hmm. I, I think yeah, the first LA was LA rough. Was it was exhausting. It was, man. Yeah. And then New York was exhausting. Yeah, New York was. And We're, then I, I just really? figured out Miami. I was like, we do two recordings a day, but we do nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And we just chill. Mm-hmm. And then like, we get there a day early and we just do nothing. And then we, and the last day we do nothing. And yeah. then we prepare. We, do, we you know prepare with cameras, lighting, microphones. Yeah. We prepare. And those, those two a day was perfect because we weren't over exhausted. Yeah, yeah. You we did I mean? one at the noon and like one at late night, yeah. and we got time to just you know. And even we, still, that was still a little. Yeah. It we was still a rush. made time to chill with the yeah. with the guests, kind of eat with them if we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was cool. Yeah. yeah. 
That's why I was like, I was like, damn, I I, we, I got this figured out for Miami. Miami was fun. Miami it was, was a dope, breeze. Man. Yeah. And I was like, if we could get, and then I was like, fuck. And but then then the pandemic. Even pandemic. Texas, we had we had everything. We had order equipment for Texas. Yeah. yeah. We had yeah. ordered yeah. new shit, microphones, and then had boom, a meet and greet lined up. Like Texas yeah, was ready. Be, Texas yeah, was gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we, we still got to go back. Was yeah. it is it tough traveling? I was gonna say because like when you travel, sometimes you get sick of people. Like, was it hard traveling together? No, no, not really, not really. Like, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> we all had like our separate rooms, and we were like, yeah. we didn't even travel together. Like the first time was just me, you, me, Jamie, and um, D. Yeah, because I think and he then was we met from somewhere you in New York. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we got there first. Yeah, so it wasn't like we was traveling together all the time. Yeah, but, but we did travel all together to Miami. But yeah, we yeah, had we had cool. like our own thing going on. Like we would cook. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like we had a huge backyard. It was cool. Like I'd be chilling in the backyard. Someone would be watching the movie. Like you know, everyone was just doing their own thing a little bit. That's when Disney Plus came out. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that yeah. shit. We were watching The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. The time machine, according to Nudia. Hey, do you have a favorite episode? You, I, I'm. Actually, I wish she's been day one I was, listener. I was impressed that you were telling us that you were a day one listener when we first were talking with you and working. Oh, I think because I started just shooting off like episodes, right? right to yeah, you? Like, she knew shit. Yeah, yeah, and I. Just um, I think my favorite. I'm not gonna lie. I think the episode I remember the most because I was like literally crying, like laughing by myself listening to it was Neva's episode. I really? think, oh, yeah, 99. that one because it's like because again, like a podcast. I think that's maybe why some like girls hate on me because it's like when you listen to a podcast, you feel like you're hanging out with the people in the room, you know? Right. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like some people want to feel like they're only hanging out with you, you know? So. When I heard that and like just never telling all his stories and it was just it was about like the crackhead. It was just like what it was just like I was just crying like like by myself listening to it. I was like this is so fucking funny. Like and so I think those are the episodes that I remember the most are the ones where I'm just like listening to y'all and like laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Kirk? It's so quiet over there. My favorite episodes. Fuck man, a conversation. I don't pieces. know. I'm too close to all of it. You I know. know. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I'm with you. To this day, Michael Mayetta, Mega, the Mega Man Mega episode, Man. Mm-hmm. which is like early in the first year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's like episode 22 or something. Yeah, shit. 22. I don't know. It's like that Mega Man episode when he was talking about his childhood trauma. Yo, he opened up for real, man. Yeah, like, yeah. that was that was amazing. That, was that he was that, that honest. That kind of fucked me up. Yeah, like yeah, hearing about his childhood trauma and mm-hmm. like. Having music saved his life, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and having that trauma affect the women he picked in life, yeah, I thought it was really fucking crazy. Yeah, so man. like, I don't know, that fucked me. I like, I was actually almost tearing in that episode, yeah, because I, I was, I just wasn't ready to hear that shit. I don't think any of us were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was that. That I was to this day like, that that damn, one bro. that was emotional to me because I was just like some real. That know. episode felt like four hours, but it, it was mostly it was like one forty eight. I remember that, that he was long. Was that boring. shit felt like it a felt long. Like I remember that. Me, <laughs> me and Never were talking about after, and we were like mentally exhausted. I was draining. Yeah. It was, it was draining. really draining because it was a lot, <laughs> and it's crazy because I know Mega Man. I met him. I want to say oh six. Yeah, and I called him like a week later after that, and I was just like, "Hey, man, like I learned so much about you. I've known you for like ten years, yeah, like, yeah. just from that two hours that we spent together in the podcast. Like that shit was deep, bro. I think it was the first things that opened me up to like therapy, mm-hmm. where I was like, oh shit, like there's there's a connecting of the dots of yeah. when we're uh-huh. kids and how we are now, and like how we react to shit and how we just navigate through life now yeah. is really about 
you know, protecting ourselves when we were when, from all the trauma that we were as kids. So when I heard that, I was just like, wow, therapy actually helped them. Mm-hmm. And it f- helped them figure some shit out. And then ultimately, you know, when I went to, when I did some therapy last year, that shit helped me out a lot. Yeah. And it actually yeah. put me in a way better place mm-hmm. uh, I am now. I mean, I still got a lot of work to do. I actually have a question for you guys. Um, What's well, a little bit about a throwback for, for our Scissor Hands and Fat Man Scoop episode? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was that was heated. That was yeah. actually our first year. I yeah. think that kind of blew us up, though. Yeah. That Scissor Hands and. Because that was unexpected. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was like episode thirty. I was surprised when I saw you guys got when Scissorhands came on and he started going at that. I was yeah. just like, "Oh, so Scissorhands!" Like, he was so passionate. So bro. Eddie McDonald hooked up Scissorhands yeah. to be on the podcast. World podcast, mm-hmm. well, and he moved to Vegas for some reason, right? He, he lived out here for a minute. Yeah. yeah. So we had a bunch of topics we were talking about, and I remember before we were recording, Scissorhands was like, "Yeah, I want to talk about this Fat Man Scoop shit." Da 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 da. Like he fucking stole whatever, and I was yeah. like, "Yo, like." We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, I don't want to get no weird shit. Yeah. yeah. And then he fucking talked about it anyway amongst a bunch of crazier shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but basically his story was that Fat Man School was like taking uh, his. He took the be He was taking the Crooklyn Cook, Clan name off of the streaming platforms. Yeah. yeah. There was a and he was line. taking advantage name. of it so he could book more shows. Fat Man School could book more shows. Yeah. yeah. And he was just beefing with him, basically. Yeah. Beef evil's got to be over diamond or something. The crazy. problem is, is that some really bad business went down with Beef faithful. The paperwork didn't go right. Let's just put it that way. That's when we split from school. When you look at the first vinyl pressing, it is Crooklyn Clan featuring Fat Man Scoop. Mm-hmm. Because it was our sound. Mm-hmm. It was a three-man effort, Riz, Scissorhands, Scoop. Name a single motherfucking time you saw me, Scoop, and Riz on stage. Never. 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 But did Scoop travel the world doing that song? Of course. Does yeah. he still travel the world doing that song? Yeah. yeah. Do you think something is wrong with that? Yes or no? Yes. Like, if you look up my record right now on Spotify look up Be Faithful you won't see the name Crooklyn Clan no more you'll say what Fat Man Scoop Ooh. right alright wow. listen listen to wait, me. wait 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 what I can't be more serious with you money fucks shit up makes people act out of line straight up makes them act like their morality just disappears right the fuck out of their body now do you guys remember that day we recorded Fat Man Scoop I do well Fat Man Scoop was like coming from Africa or like Europe or something? So he was like Europe. Yeah, he was in Europe. I think it was like sixteen hour flight, yeah. supposedly. But he told us I'll be there tomorrow night. And then we so- sat there for fucking what was like eight hours just sitting at the office <laughs> waiting ho- for him. Hoping we didn't get no confirmation. We were just sitting there. And I think it was like you had to go work, D Miles left to go work. And then I fam, I think he, what, he showed up like one thirty in the morning. Was it that late? Yeah. He showed up. It was around there, man, but it was that definitely late, man. Yo, this is how he he was so heated about yeah. that scissor hands episode. Scissors like herpes. The latest herpes flare up was about the was about the Spotify. Yeah, There's no Crooklyn clan credit. Okay, on, so on so let's record. so let's yeah. get to that. I did not know that. I said in the email, line it up, and I will go down to Spotify headquarters, and I'll tell them to do it. That got met with, I'm good, I'll do it on my own. Mm. What do you want from me? These kids don't care about something that happened in 1998. I don't think you're responsible to fix that, but you cannot tell me that these kids or people do not care about the credit, and I think okay. it matters when a kid sees Be Faithful, Fat Man Scoop, and Crooklyn Clan. Okay. And what happens with that record that doesn't have Crooklyn Clan? It is almost like rewriting history. I am in 
full agreement with you to the point that I went and said, I will help you. Then he tries to come back here and crucify me. That in its nature is wrong. There's a level where you got to say, you know something? I got beat up enough. I got to go. Yo, he had a laptop with questions, right? Yeah. Yeah, he had his whole, he's like, yeah, what? 28, 30, 39. He, yeah, yeah. Like he had full Yo, on. He, 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 was, he was so <laughs> tight and heated. Because of that Scissor Hands episode. Yo, he I was, was sending like, me voice notes. He kept asking yeah. for D because D wasn't there. Yeah. Wait, he reached out to you? Yeah, yeah he, he was, was the first he one. He was DMing me. And I was like, Do you know what? Him? No. Why was he talking to you? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he was and he, but he was sending me voice notes. And I was like, he was like, it was just all in chronological order of everything that he was breaking down everything Scissor Hands was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he screen recording, he sent it to us on the group yeah, chat. Yeah, and I was just like, yo, this is like real. Like, he's really mad. <laughs> yeah, he's really mad. And so much like, that he flew that long just to give him that episode. That was crazy. He did. Yeah. I don't think he was To clear his up. name. That was, to me, that was like the first time I was like, oh shit, we got, we kind of got something. The mm-hmm. fact that we got Fat Man Scoop and we had that thing yeah. going back and forth, I was like, we kind of blowing up a little bit after this. That was crazy. That's crazy. Because I remember, like, when I had to put that in the best of, I asked Jamie, I was like, yo, like, quiet. I was like, Cricket, like, looks a little tired. Like, she was late. like, I was like, he's like, yo, we were there for all these hours waiting for him. I don't remember him. that. Bro, I don't we, remember I remember you closed the store, we got there, it was around six, seven o'clock. And we got there. And we, we waited just, that long? And we just <laughs> sat yeah, there. We did. And we just and sat there. And I had there. DJ that um, daylight, that, daylight that afternoon. So I was like fucking out of it the whole time. Oh, yeah, there's somewhere right? like never sleeping. And then he had to <laughs> yeah. leave. It was yeah. like, yeah, two, three in the morning. He had to go to Dorsey. Fucking... Oh, you weren't there? No. Oh. I had to leave. I think Eddie, was Eddie there? Eddie yeah, Eddie was, was there. there. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. <laughs> 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 fucking. Fat Man a good a good guy, though. Yeah. But like he had so much energy and y'all looked drained. You know what? I wish we would have asked him for drops. <laughs> I know it was, But it was, it was like it was so, so late weird. It was just like Ah oh, fuck it man Yeah we would've got some drops At least but. Y'all got some Jesus drops Yeah, yeah. Drop. Let's go God Let's go God <laughs> That shit was hilarious The Holy Spirit Oh uh, man But I mean it's been uh, What do you call it I'm actually kind of curious To hear How do you guys think You've changed Over the past four years From where From where you were As a DJ As a person In 2017 When we started this shit And where you are now Mm-hmm. D, you're the most honest. Let me yeah. hear from you. Damn, man. Honestly, I think for me personally, I have so much more um, appreciation for my health, for being able to still DJ. I have a huge appreciation for you guys in the podcast. I think early on, I never not appreciated it, but seeing how far we've come, now I have a huge appreciation. And just like, I look forward to coming here and, and talking with you guys. You know what I'm saying? And there was probably a point where I just didn't really have that appreciation, but I've me changing has maybe getting older. I don't know what it is, but I appreciate this shit so much. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that, like I was saying earlier, a lot of this shit is therapy for me. So getting here and being able to talk and then be open, this is all therapy. But before I was just like maybe caught up in just not really thinking it was a, anything. You know what I'm saying? I might have got caught up in just DJing and not even looking forward to the next week or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now everything's changed. Like I. I don't know if I'm even making sense, but a lot of shit I have into perspective now. And I, I appreciate all this shit, man. And maybe during the pandemic, I lost the appreciation. I lost the love and I was just really battling with myself if I even wanted to do it. But now, like, I'm really fully dedicated and I think I needed that period to to be where I'm at today. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. 
That's um, deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's deeper than I thought it was going to be. You wanted an honest one. Yeah, you wanted This guy, you guys, told me he got a thumb up his ass, too. Like, no, I feel like you've been a superstar lately. Like, I feel like D's been like a superstar lately on these episodes. Yeah. No, I think, you know, it's, it's funny because I feel like maybe when you didn't, when you weren't into it or you didn't want to record with us or you, you maybe didn't have a quote unquote appreciation for the podcast, mm-hmm. maybe I felt like you, you felt you didn't have a voice. Yeah. You felt like you, you didn't have a part and like no one was listening, you know, or yeah. like, and I, and I would remember, I would keep telling you like, yo, you have a voice, mm-hmm. like you are important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like you have, you bring shit to the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's exactly right. Like I felt like I just didn't have a voice. Yeah. And it was more of a reflection of how I felt about myself versus how I felt about the podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, like self projecting, right? Yeah. yeah. I do that. So a I was lot. projecting my fears or my worth on. I was bringing that to the to the podcast, mm-hmm. and it was showing. Right? It was just coming out. Yeah. But now I'm like in a great mood when I show up. And you know, you I just love being here. And you, I could, I could, I even like when I listen back, I'm like, damn, like I feel like I'm in a different place right now. Yeah. And I'm grateful for that shit because a year ago I wasn't in this space. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah, like that's to me what I've probably in the from 2017 to now. That's that's been my biggest my biggest growth. We love you, D. I love y'all back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> love you, Father D. And then I'm asked never. Let's go. Wait, what has changed? He's gonna be like nothing. I'm still I'm still the real same old nigga. I'm still the same. Same OG, baby. Changed in the game, baby. Boogie Bond, boogie down. Nah, for real. Actually, I ain't gonna lie. When we first started recording, I used to fall asleep. Yeah, I know. In the beginning, I know. I used to cut your camera angle, motherfucker. I used to be like. Sometimes Wait wait what, what what are the signs of never like oh. wanting to rub my knees yeah rub your knees I could lie yeah and then and then when his and eyes I, and I have to like pinch his, myself so yeah. I'm like all right not <laughs> false <laughs> and then his <laughs> and then his <laughs> eyes start fluttering yeah, man. like this is kind of like <laughs> it's like, like, it's like, like when is this shit gonna be oh, hold on you would like knock out like yeah. full on go to no no sleep, I would like, like try no I wouldn't fall I mean I would be like yo there's like like, yeah, I have to move around. I move my legs and rub my knees. Yeah, I used to, do that a lot. He used to act like he was in jury duty. Right? I used to do that. I used to do that a lot. I I don't do it as much. Not as much. Yo, as you I remember used to when do. Scratch Bassett was like, "Hey, you awake over there?" No, but no, that, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I think I was. I was like snoring or something. Right? I was breathing heavy. He thought I was snoring. He's like, "You're, he's you're like, awake over there? Like, you're right over there?" I was like Scratch Bassett. I was like, "Yo, I was so embarrassed." I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> He was just too close to the mic. Yeah, and it, I just like had like a, a little light snore. And there was his no, fucking but you piercing. Was looking, you was and looking it was down. his piercing. Yeah. Indeed, the defense, it was late that night. Yeah, it, it was. was like 11 30, 12 o'clock. I was oh, so embarrassed. We had double recording that day. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I call, yeah. I'm glad yeah. never fessed up to falling asleep. <laughs> yeah. Trying not to fall I mean, asleep. I was like trying to pinch myself. Like, oh, yo, but I, I look at the watch. I'm like, yo, get it together now. This is motherfucker. Shut up of it. Can we end this episode? <laughs> Cause I asked, like, it was it it gets really cold in here. So the other day I was like, why is it cold? And like they're like, oh, it's so that never doesn't fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I seriously just make it cold so never won't fall asleep. <laughs> Everybody brings. So what, what's different now? You're staying awake. That's no, no, now I'm, I don't know. Now I'm just like whatever. It's, I'm like whatever. I'm, I'm used to it now. But yeah, the first couple of years, yeah, I'll be like, 
Dude, but sometimes them in the interviews they'll be like kinda like, oh man, come on, let's wrap it up already. And I look at Jamie, I'm like, yo, come on. Jamie I'm, I'm trying to talk to Jamie through the minds. Help he, me. He took quicker to wrap the shit up. Help me. We got enough info. There was a few times when Cricket would say, Do we is that it guys? You guys have any other questions? No, we'll be, no I think we're done. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking hate it when Jamie tries to end the episode early. Bro. You know when you do that, right? I do that now. Yeah, like we'll you'll try to end the episode early with a guest, and I get so fucking heated sometimes. <laughs> oh, I never noticed. Because like, let's say the, the 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 guest is talking about like um, I don't know, like battle DJs. And you'd be like, da 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 da, battle DJs. And then he'll try to end it and be like, oh. All right, thanks for coming. No, no, he'll, he'll say, for- like, well, I didn't know that about battle DJs. I guess uh, I guess we can move on, right, Kirk? And oh, you'll say something like that. And I'd be like, yo, why are you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I do that now. You don't do that now, but you no. do it. But yeah, but I mean, I was learning, but yeah, there was times where he would look at me, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> and then I would try to make it more like. Wake him up, and I'm like, Jesus. and I would look at him, and I would get, I would get heated because I would see him like, <laughs> no, like the, the neck defense. would get weaker, his eyes would flutter, like, yo, never. It's defense. like a robot, like malfunctioning. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a robot need electricity, like, and I'm just but like, that yo, this first year two never was on a rampage. He was doing like club night. And then day Ooh. club, oh, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. night club, and then and he had this like back to back like five sets. He was like doing two a days, yeah, yeah, two yeah. a days, and then the last one was like a like I remember that. I remember still that coming time. the evening to do the podcast, yeah. yeah. In between, and them, that's when, when he was doing home. like two and a half, three hour episodes, yeah. 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 <laughs> and like he would be going, he was at the pool, and then he'll come record, and then he'll go home for like an hour, and then go to the nightclub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somehow Frank the Tank survived that shit. Frank so the Tank. Him falling asleep, kind of rubbing his knee, I would be like, yo, you. Here. Yeah, yeah. He, At least he's here. Basically, he made it. So, so exactly, what's changed? <laughs> well, I'm not doing as DJing as much as it was back then. So maybe that's why I'm awakening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Also, like the when we first started recording, I wasn't talking much on the microphone. I would be like kind of quiet, whatever. Just yeah. Lay back. I say two, one or two things. But now, yeah, as the years go on and on, get you get a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. with the mic. Yeah. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm curious to know how have you gone? Like, <laughs> yeah, cooking. Go ahead, cooking. Well, let's hear from Jamie. Let's hear from. Jamie. I mean, there's a lot of things, right? My DJ career, for one, I wasn't as active as I am now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've learned a lot. I've learned around from my peers, from you guys, a lot. I build my own kind of style to it, so I see shit way differently than before. As a person, t- totally fucking different side of the spectrum. I was a kid back then. I was snobby. I was selfish i was very um i know it all it's my world type of shit and now you know i'm more understanding and i look at shit different i work with people different different shit irritates me now especially with timing like if you if you're running late and you don't tell me you don't take consideration that i get tight for some reason i learned that from kirk because it's just disrespecting my time and the effort that i'm bringing into the table Mm -hmm. so things like that but um as far as the DJ shit goes, yeah, you know, it's a, it's, fuck. I remember I used to pray for one gig a month, and now I got more than that and more than enough now. But it, it has come a long way from a lot of failures of trying to get more gigs, more gigs, doing a lot of shit for free, you know, just putting in the work in the beginning. 
and now I'm appreciate where I am now, and it's different. My initial thoughts when I approached when I approached Jamie and Neva and D about this podcast was that there there is an age gap between all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And we're all in different places in our career. And I really thought I was like everyone when we first had the podcast, they were like, "Why the fuck is Jamie on? Why the fuck is Jamie on? Like your dude's not even a DJ. Why the fuck is he on? Why are you co-signing this?" And I initially thought I was like, "Yo, I think it'll be interesting to see." His perspective as a dude entering nightlife industry, right, right. And, and DJing in nightclubs, exactly what his growth would be. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking in a long run, like, what I want to see what happens in three years or two years and where he's going to be at and seeing in four years. And I'm actually glad I did that because it's like we're, we're seeing someone who had no gigs the first year a couple of gigs the second year third year was the pandemic Mm -hmm. and then now he's working fairly steadily right and he's growing as a dj a lot Mm -hmm. i mean you've heard him open right remember he opened uh two years ago light at light yeah at light Mm -hmm. and it was (laughs) oh my god thanks for you here because he wanted to talk about this go ahead craig remember he opened and you were like yo this motherfucker doesn't know how to play for girls like he was playing. Yeah. Well, I, he yo he denied this. Yeah, and we, I, I brought this I, yeah. up. And we went to the history books, and I was like, "Yo, me and Neville were, Neville was laughing at." He was telling me later we were laughing about it that in your opening set he was playing Tiger uh, Dope right? Rick Ross. With <laughs> 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 the, the, the deep cover beat, right? Yeah, 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 and I was yeah. like, "Why the fuck would My he play shit, that?" Dope. Right? Uh-huh. And he's like, "And I told him, and he's like, there's no way I would have played that. So I would we, never play that." We opened that. my Serato. We went back to that day. Yeah, he played that and song. I played that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, it was. It was. But yeah. it, it was even. Back but you then, learn, man. You got to learn somehow, man. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Cool. it was just it a was, funny moment because. In my, I, would, I would never play that. In my head, like, I didn't play it. And I was like, yo, like, let's put money. Let's put money on it. And, and I was like, no, no, you might be right. He he wanted to kind of put money, but he was like, let me open, let me check. And then you, you yeah, and I said, and I saw it, and I was just like, oh shit, I did play that song towards the end. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, even that, like that shit was a nerve wracking moment for me, as much as you know, I sucked that night. If I did, it was like big club. We had this big event. It's Neva's birthday. We put so much time and effort into promoting the Neon Party. Too Short is fucking performing. So it was a lot. As even that, it, I was only DJing an hour for that. But even that, like, I was just like, oh, I was so grateful for this fucking opportunity. That I took hours to do the, to, you know, to put prep. my set. Yeah, yeah. to prep. That is nerve-wracking. Little did I, yeah. you know, I didn't do But you didn't know that at the time you got to DJ, DJ for the ladies, right? You was just Yeah, like, because I was just like, You oh. just wanted to kill that shit. Just I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to play whatever I'm going to play. Yeah. And everybody, I didn't think everybody gonna rock with were, you. I didn't think people were gonna show up towards later, towards closer to whoever was after me. But no motherfucker showed up on time. And then I was like, that "Holy was actually, shit!" That was a really good night. We had that was fun a night. night. That was a fun, fun night. That was a good night. I saw footage. And even yeah. that, like that night. Even now, like we put you know my birthday party, Neva's birthday party, the Christmas party. We've done a lot of events. That I'm like, holy shit! This all came from this idea of doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Just us talking on the microphones. Now people fly out to come hang out with us and shit like that. So that too, I'm very grateful over that too. But it was it was a, it was you know a slow beginning for me in the DJ career. Yeah, and then the pandemic just hit us over the head. And then even that, even during that time, I fucking questioned myself, questioned if I was like what we were doing. Should we just stop? You know, a lot of bullshit that we went through. Shit mentally behind the scenes that people would never know. Yeah. 
I would even add, like, for me personally, I felt like during the pandemic, because I wasn't really on Twitch, this platform kept me relevant mm-hmm. to people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I wasn't DJing. I wasn't really on Twitch. <clears throat> never really felt comfortable. So, like, having this platform kept me in conversation with other people and kept me in contact with people through social media and different things. Because what else was I posting during that time? I didn't have gigs. Mm-hmm. I wasn't traveling anywhere. Mm-hmm. So my, I, I even look back on my feet. I'm like, damn, everything was about the podcast in 2020. Yeah. That first that first leg of 2020 was all <clears throat> social media feeds about the podcast. And if I didn't have that, my social media would have been dry. Yeah, and you know I, I mean? it's weird because like uh, our, uh, you know, our listenership went down. Mm-hmm. During the pandemic, it's because a lot of people were like watching YouTube. I mean, and watching Twitch, Netflix, Netflix and, and, yeah. sure, Twitch and other also. shit. Well, I mean, Twitch was one of them, but a lot of people were watching like Just home right? streaming yeah. platforms. Mm-hmm. They, and yeah. I think you know, I, I, and when when they listen to podcasts, it's usually uh, it's usually commuting somewhere, yeah, you know going to work or at yeah. work or gym. they're in the airport, they're in the plane, mm-hmm. they're in the yeah. gym. And a whatever, lot of our you know? listeners are DJs, and there, a lot of people got depressed during that time. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say like you want to. At that time, you want to take yourself away from reality, and you guys were so in reality. You know, you guys were talking about what was going on and, like, the uncertainty. And, like, I mean, I'm really proud of you guys for sticking through it because it is really hard. Like, I don't think and everyone knows. Imagine doing something, a big project, like a fucking book report for a week for four years, you know? Like, it is a lot. You do realize that it's, like, I guess here's a question. Being behind the scenes now. And when you weren't behind the scenes and now realizing the amount of work that's in it. No, no. I always knew. You always knew. I always knew it was a lot. That's why I was so surprised that you guys never took time off. Right. You know, because I I understand, like, the work it takes. Um, Especially, like, I mean, I guess the thing I didn't think about was the video aspect. Like, I didn't know you guys, like, videoed everything, which is, like, twice the amount of work, Mm -hmm. you know, as it is to produce a show. Yeah. So that was, like, crazy to me. But I'm proud of you guys for sticking through it and I mean you guys won an award for it which we never received Las Vegas Weekly shout they, out you know they Where's throw a party plaque? I'm gonna make sure you guys get we need our plaque go to the yeah. next party there's no plaque fellas there's no plaque don't put it up right behind Cricket on the wall <laughs> that was, it was a good week of social media content <laughs> <laughs> we got a good week of social that's media content that's that's all that was but the, you know, thank you Las Vegas Weekly yeah magazine. shout out either way hopefully we can come back next year and win it again well yeah. one, one of the main things that you also learned that you were talking to me about is the community of DJs oh man yeah 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 thank you for bringing that up um, this past week, I had to do a, a private event. I had to do a Friendsgiving, and I needed uh, speakers and lights, and I needed help with my 70s crate. So I put out um, on Insta- on Twitter, I put out, does anybody have speakers or lights that I can rent out for this day in L.A.? And within, I think, two minutes, I had both things covered. Mm-hmm. C-Flow hit me up with the speakers, and my boy DJ Rello, he had the, uh, he had the lights. So after I got that covered... Um, all I needed was a 70s crate and then I was gonna hit up Kirk but he was uh, I had fucked up because I, I lost time management I was supposed to get with him to, to help me get that set together and then I, I was gonna hit up Nev but it was too late like yeah, I'm was, hurt that you didn't hit me up. It was <laughs> it was like the I day mean, never, of never 70s crate as, as I two, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no 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 oh, okay no. all right no but he's right though yeah. because when I would crash on Nevers and he would do his streams. I would listen to all this great I mean, music. He's he the person playing. to go to for that shit. Yeah, yeah. And he had all these great sets that he would put on, and it was discos yeah, yeah. and it was all this shit. You were 80s. absorbing all that. You no, yeah. Know, so no. all those mm. things I put, you know, I put that in the crate, but I needed more of the shit that I don't know. 
So then I hit up um, Stone Rock, DJ Stone Rock, which is one of our, you know, we had him on here a few times. But he's, over the years, you know, quietly, he's become one of my good friends and a mentor outside of you guys as well. So I hit him up, and I, we went, I went to his crib, we hung out, and he gave me all the shit that I needed. And it was probably, like, the best set of 70s you can just, you know, kind of put somebody on. Because I ended up doing, I think, two to three hours of just 70s music for that party. Then I switched it up to hip-hop or some shit because they, when people were arriving, they were, like, suited and booted. So they wanted the music to kind of fail till they got drunk and then they wanted hip-hop. But it, it, it just that it took a village to do that one fucking event. And that was amazing that people looked out for me. And I was like, oh, shit. You know, I broke them off with some bread and stuff like that. But it's just like people tend to forget and they try to set, make it seem like they did it themselves to make it happen. Nothing could ever be done by themselves. Like, I needed three people and myself to do a four-hour event, a Friendsgiving, you know. And shout-outs to those guys, C-Flow, DJ Rello, and Stone Rock for helping me, you know, fulfill that night for those people. And then, and you know where to pass that, yeah, pay you that forward. Yeah, yeah, pay yeah. that forward. In the future. And then yeah. I, I called you, and I was like, dude, I'm so fucking grateful. Like, that was a moment of just, and it's funny, Thanksgiving's around the corner, but it just being grateful for motherfuckers just with open arms. Because there's good dudes that embracing yeah. they, they willing to do that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, like C-Flow, like uh, C-Flo, Stone Rock. yeah. Yo, I remember, like, yo, yeah. like, every a lot of people have helped them. They look out for people. That's, yeah. And that's the thing that motherfuckers don't understand with DJing. Like, I feel like some of, the, some of your thinking earlier when we were working together was like, like... I don't want Crooked's help. I want to do this all by myself. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, not, I don't want this person. It's like a pride thing. Yeah. I don't want to show that I'm weak. I'm not going to ask for help. Like, I got to do it. I got to you know? do it. But it, it and I'm, sometimes I'm just kind of like, yo, why aren't you asking? Like, it's very rare for him to come to me to, for music or come to never for music. And I'm like, why aren't you utilizing the people around you yeah. For, yeah. to make you better? Yeah. And it's like this pride thing that you know everything. Yeah. And it's like... You can't navigate through life or or even a career that way. You have to ask motherfuckers for help. Yeah, the yeah. research. That's the, that's the missing and piece. And you have to appreciate the help. Yeah. That's the yeah. important yeah, thing. Yeah. And that's the one thing I don't like about motherfuckers who come on the show or who talk to me and they, they, they're like, yo, I killed it last night. I did this or I did this and I did this and I did this. I'm like, yo, but who helped you? Because someone helped you. Right. Someone who, who hooked you up. Well, who like I always give props to somebody because someone helped me or like someone gave me an idea or I was having a conversation with them and they planted the seed for something for us to talk about it here. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like you always have to give props to somebody. And I hate fucking on Twitter when people I I, I don't even want to go into this. I know what you're going. I know what you're going. But uh, circling back is like people think, yo, it looks better if the story's Yo, I did it by myself. Yeah. 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 But that's not cool. There's not even there's to be no... honest, like Jamie helped me tremendously this past week, man. Like I had to do a gig in Arizona, it was a fight, but it was probably ninety five percent Latino. Ninety Mexican, just straight Mexican. So I hit him up, I was like, Hey man, like I know reggaeton, I don't know traditional Mexican music. Mm-hmm. I p- please like just put me something together right. to help me out. He broke down three different folders and every one of those folders was man, just I had a great set. I had a great night and I hit him up. I was like, hey man, like 
everything you gave me was a hit. Like, thank you. Because no, I wouldn't have survived without that shit. You know what I mean? Jamie did the same for me when I DJed in Dallas. I needed some Mexican Spanish music. Gave me like a three folders of music that helped me out that day. Yeah. That night. I even told him, yo, I, I still owe you a steak yeah, dinner. Yeah, he's saying you owe steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's the thing. Like, Where's that steak dinner? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I got I to go still, pick him up. Exactly. I got to make the time. I got to make the effort. Hopefully you're his secret Santa so yeah. then he could give you Jesus. the steak dinner for... Yeah. Nah, but is that the segue? Wrapping it up, it's just, man, just be grateful for the people around you. Be grateful for your team. Well, it's a community, right? It's like Bonnie community. said, it's really, really a community. It's like you it's a give. culture. Yeah, you yeah, can't yeah, just take. You have to give. And yeah. you have yeah. to, like, motherfuckers got to give props to people without having it be a look. Right. And mm-hmm. I really hate that right now with social media. It's like no one wants to give props unless there's a look attached to it. Yeah. yeah. Meaning, like, I ain't going to give, I ain't going to shout out C-Flow, but I will shout out meeting Jazzy Jeff. Even though Jazzy Jeff <laughs> never <laughs> helped me, it's a look for me to shout him out, to post a picture, and say like I had a five minute conversation with him, and he, and that five minute conversation changed my life. Yeah. When there's all these motherfuckers around the motherfucker that helped him, and shaped the motherfucker's career, but they ain't gonna shout that those motherfuckers because yeah. it's not a look. Right. You you understand yeah. what I mean? No, it's so funny because when I first got started a couple of years ago, like I was like, why do DJs? Only, like hang out with so many DJs, you know? And then it's funny because when I got fired from the station, like I had barely started DJing. Like I had like just like some commercial shit, you know? And then I met Scylla um, and like getting fired is like the worst shit ever. But it, it happens to everyone in radio. Like there's a joke. You don't work in radio unless you get fired, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, when I met her the day after I got fired, I was like, yo, I don't even know what I'm going to do. Like, I have to move to a new city, do radio somewhere else, you know, like what, what am I going to do? And I met her and she put me in contact, like without me even asking, she's like, I fucking got you. She put me in contact with three people that paid my bills for the rest of the summer. Like, and that's so crazy. Cause like, I didn't even know her, you know, like someone didn't owe me shit. And I'm just like, Oh, this is why like DJs hang out with DJs. You know, it's just like the connections, but it's just yeah. like, People, you know, and it's just like it didn't need to, you know, I don't know. I guess when I think about that now, like one day I hope to put someone on like that because like she like paid my bills for like months, you know, off of those three people. Wow. What did those three people, they just gave you money or they gave you gigs? <laughs> they gave me gigs. Okay. <laughs> I was going to make a joke too, but you was kind of like, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. She was no, just like, three, like, three motherfuckers <laughs> gave me money. I was like, no, for, like, for, for what? what? Look, what you do? They, they had, they had, uh, they, what you do to get that they money? were small, like event agencies, you know, okay. they wasn't, it wasn't a cool look, but you I was, motherfuckers. You guys can I was just let that shit go. Very commercial, you know, like cute little shit. I can't, I can't have a conversation they should be like three motherfuckers gave me money you gonna no. be like what well, did no, you do I said, no, yeah, I said she, she connected me with three people and so they, they gave, you, they they gave had me money DJ yeah. agencies no, okay if I need to clarify yeah, they paid my bills she yo, said imagine I'd be like bills. yo say, thank you for introducing me to these motherfuckers they pay my bills well, what'd you do yeah. what <laughs> yo, so I was carrying speakers I was setting up like I was DJing so there is that the clarification no that was good but now yeah, it's dope. To, it's dope. To, it was funny though because I was thinking the same. Were you thing. thinking like, the same you thing? Said, I thought the same I knew shit. what it was, but I feel like the listener may not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well I'm sorry. I need to be more specific. I need a clarification. I'm sorry. 
I know what the I'm I'm eye to eye with the listeners. I need a clarification. Um, all right. I, well, what about you? What about you? Here we go. How have I changed in the last four years? Ah, mm-hmm. uh, fuck. I mean, a lot. I feel like I've cha- I've I've shared how I've changed. I mean, I've I've. You I've, have. I've shared. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go through all of that. Oh, I mean, I, w- I would say that. Um, Let's start off as a person. Oh, my God. Not even as a DJ. Let's start off as a person. Give me the top three things. <laughs> just, okay, one. chill. No, Cricket has come a long way. It's funny because I've listened to past episodes. Yeah. And, like, he was not as sure of himself, you know, because, like, as a personality, you grow into that. And it takes a lot of time to develop and be comfortable in front of the mic, you know? And so listening back then, like he was a little bit more like shy. You were a little bit like like more uncertain. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like now, like you definitely know your voice, you know, and like you know your role. Just like everyone else has figured out their role, like you really understand your role in the podcast. I feel like I, I know I've changed. I, I just don't think uh, I don't know. I can't collectively. I can't put it all together. But I know I've changed. Like I feel like. I'm in more control of how I react to shit. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I realize, like, I if if I control anything, I control my reaction to shit, and mm-hmm. that's really to me the most important thing that I've learned and navigated. I can't blame motherfuckers. I can't hate on motherfuckers for who they are. Right. I can only control how I am around them, and how much of um, yourself how much I allow of myself to be accessible to them. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't really hate on motherfuckers. Like, yo, that's an evil ass motherfucker. Like, fuck him. I used to be like, yo, fuck him. Like, now I'm just kind of like, yo, he's doing what he needs to do. I don't move like that, but I'm not going to hate on him for moving like that. That's just I don't, got nothing yeah. to do with the podcast, though. Well, it's a, as a person, actually, <laughs> kind of does. Though. <laughs> I know we talk about the podcast. <laughs> no, but that's I said I as mean, a person, as a person, yeah, as a person. I think I, yeah, I've, I've learned to control I spoke about how yeah, as a yeah. person, how I grown. Yeah. Yeah. But you did say like you even in the com- I hate I hate that we keep talking about Lavo, but you did tell me in that conversation like you're like if this had been like four or five years ago. Like I wouldn't want to work with you anymore. You're not. I would have cut it off. Yeah, Yeah. you're like Mm -hmm. I would have just like this. This would have been like dead. You know. Yeah, yeah. But no, like I see, I see all sides now. If that makes any sense, and I think that's what you know. When you get older, I feel like all you're doing is you're moving back, and your perspective is like growing wider, zooming out, and you're zooming out more, and you're seeing the big picture. You know, when you're young, you see you really you're too close to shit. Mm -hmm. You don't see the big picture. And I think as I'm getting older, I'm seeing the big picture. Yeah. yeah I'm seeing all sides. I'm seeing all the moving parts, you know? And, and it's to the point where it's like, it's weird because as you get older, as I'm getting older, it's like, I don't, I, I'm not like a fortune teller, but I can, I can estimate and guesstimate like all the potential outcomes for the decisions I make every day. And it affects every decision I make. It affects the direction of where this podcast goes. It, it affects the decision of where my DJ career goes, where my consulting, where all of these other things, all these things that come to play, I can see it and I can like guesstimate where it's going to go and like, and exactly what kind of decision I, I need to make if it turns left in t- 2023 and if it turns right in 2024. And that's really, it's, it's kind of ill, like 
on a business standpoint of looking at shit like that. Yeah. But I, I think also just managing, I think with the podcast itself, like, I don't know about my voice and everything like that, but I, th- I feel like managing all of you guys, I, I've maybe grown a little more accustomed to it. Where <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Where I'm not trying to force anyone to be more than they are mm-hmm. or change anybody. And I'm, I'm more about adapting the business to the people now. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It makes sense. I feel like in this day and age, and I, I talk to a lot of business owners, you cannot force people to adapt to your business. You have to change their business to adapt to the people. And everyone's like, yo, like, uh, you know, like I, I talk to a lot of my boys in retail, like, oh, you can't train these motherfuckers. Like, yo, these, these kids nowadays, they don't want to work. They don't want to. And I'm like, yo, we all know the problems. What we need to do is adapt the business to the workers. You know, like mm-hmm. the structure that you had 10 years ago, it's not going to work now. It's not going to actually, you got to change it every year because yeah. shit changes. It moves so fast every year. So you have to adapt. So, I mean, I'm, I'm learning to adapt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, in that's, a long story, dope, but that's. I do think it's crazy that you like, I want to make a compilation of you like a foreboding something horrible happening in 2020. <laughs> Because I, mean, like, I think for like years you're like, oh, yo, in 2020 shit's going down. In 2020 shit's going down. I mean, every election year some shit's gonna go down. And yeah, I think. But 20, like, so, real, think, it really, yeah. really went down. Nah, you, <laughs> you, you hit that one in the button. Right? No, like you, fortune think, teller over here. Well, I, I think 2024 is gonna be horrific. What? <laughs> <laughs> crooked, crooked, don't throw that out there. No, I'm telling you right now. I think 2024 is gonna be horrific. Oh it's gonna be worse than it was. 2020 2020 yeah i don't <laughs> i don't think covid is going to happen again i don't think there's going to be i think the pan, i don't think the pandemic is going to come to play but everything that exploded last year in 2020 it has not been addressed and i i don't know if it's going to be um i don't think any i don't know what kind of progression the country is going to have in the next 2 years mm-hmm. but my thinking is there's a lot of fucking weird unstable motherfuckers that are learning from last year and they're planning to be more prepared well, in 2024. 2024 you understand yeah. what i'm saying yeah and then a lot of motherfuckers are not preparing for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so who are the motherfuckers who are preparing and who are the motherfuckers who aren't preparing yeah do you understand yeah. what i'm saying i think the crazier motherfuckers are preparing and yeah. the normal people are just kind of going on with <laughs> life happy, like it's okay trump is not in office no more they yeah think but i think they'll get back to normal i think there's you know which is not i think happen, there's a man. bunch of motherfuckers underground working on shit planning and ready to fucking infiltrate and mobilize in 2024 and nobody and I hope motherfuckers are ready nobody's prepared because I think regular people aren't going to be ready they're going to get distracted with social media and everything else that's going on in life yeah yeah. and uh, I think it's I think some shit's going to explode in 2024 and you know what I'll gladly be wrong I'll hopefully if I'm wrong that's dope. If it's uh, like you the, weren't wrong last time. If it's the dopest year ever, I'm just be like, yo, crook, you was wrong. I was like, yo, you was wrong. We're having a dope year. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think so. All right, so like moving forward, so we're like we should talk about this holiday episode that Nudia wants to plan, right? Yeah, yes. she's wanna We're doing it a Christmas yeah. party. Christmas party. Nice. Well, like we gotta represent everything. We gotta represent Kwanzaa, Chanaka, right? Three Kings Day. Yes. So I we, can do, we do, I can do Kwanzaa. Ha- you do Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. You do yeah. Three Kings Day. We'll, we'll, we'll do, do Hanukkah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to wear a yarmulke. I don't care. No, no. But we'll do. We're doing this holiday party. Yeah. You you presented. You proposed this idea to us. I yes. did. I was. I think we should do a Secret Santa. Yeah. 
and, and then he, and what I love about this idea is that if it sucks, it's your fault. It's <laughs> yes. all your fault. It's not, I don't it's take be, any blame for this. I'd be like, Nudia planned this whole shit. It's great. I have great ideas. Okay. So we're going to do a Secret Santa. Yeah. We are. And we're going to do a minimum. I said, like, I don't want this $50 Secret Santa. No. Nah. I, want, I, want I want to price this up. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do $150 minimum. Minimum. Minimum $150. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's cool. $150. <laughs> Never <laughs> <Number> one. Cricket wanted to do $500. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at all. That's, yeah. Come on, man. I'll tell you, that's a good Never, never if you could pick the dollar amount, it would be like twelve ninety five. Right? <laughs> it would be. To 20 bucks. <laughs> a three-piece. <laughs> Little, little something. Never say he'll give me a gap uh, sweater. Get you a gap, yeah, gap, gap fifty hoodie. bucks. <laughs> Never get you a, coo- a coupon for um, <laughs> Fuku Burger. <laughs> Never. I have a question. What's up? Were you always this cheap, or did you steadily no, get more cheap you as get you got this older? Cheap? The older I've gotten, the more cheaper <laughs> I become. Well, yeah. why is that? Why I don't know, you? man. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> is it like some some screwed shit? I what is know. it? I don't know, man. He's like the dad from uh, everyone hates Chris. <laughs> you should see his face when we had the meeting, and I was like, $150 minimum. This dude was like, oh. <laughs> like, we just told him to run a it was like It was like I stole, <sighs> like I stole, <sighs> to the like guy. it's like I stole something nah, from you, right? Already. Nah, I mean, I mean it's whatever. It's whatever. Nudia, <laughs> I blame you. <laughs> All right, so let's do the Secret Santa. We're going to do this? Yes. yes. So, okay. never, so pass around the and hat. Of course, I get the. Um, no, no, she starts. Go ahead, and then we don't say. Who no, it you is. don't. You don't say well, who you, you get. Don't say who you, you gotta keep it secret. But it's if it's yourself, it's your yourself. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Oh, Nudia, open yourself. yours up. Make sure yours is not yours. Oh, you're right. Never make sure <laughs> you not. is not you. He's upset. Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> is he really upset? Are you? <laughs> All right, we got D. He's checking. <laughs> I'm talking with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take one, and you're gonna take the last one. Good. I, I like my selection. I right, said, so then we're gonna film this holiday party, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should we invite people? That would be dope. We tell Bonnie to come through. I mean, yeah, a couple of guests. We invite? So a few, we're gonna a have few a, people. A, what we have it at? A live audience. Can we have it at the um the conference room? Yeah, we could do it at the conference room. We can invite like maybe twenty people, ten people. That's too much. Yeah, ten. He's still scared of the pandemic. I'll say five. Ten, five ten, to ten, ten people. people and like ten, ten. rhino strippers. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that Christmas. I like that man. Yeah. Have them dress up as elves. The road elves. Yeah. The road. The road podcast. Now he's here. Now you're okay. I like that man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a right. rhino bucks. Now we could, oh, we could just have it at Rhino. Yeah, we just have it at Rhino. Yeah. Oh, wow, in the back fun. room. Oh, in fun. the back room. In the Drake room. In the Drake room. We could have <laughs> yeah, our Christmas party at the Drake room. I wanted us to be in Christmas pajamas, but. Um, <laughs> Hey, you're yo. pushing it, Nudia. Yeah. Come on. I mean, why do you have like some nightgown you want to wear <laughs> no. or some shit? <laughs> no, I just thought it'd be cute. We're doing Secret Santas. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> uh, yo, before we end this though, I got to give a big shout out. So this is a weird situation. Some uh, a, a dude had a wedding and he had a DJ DJ his wedding, mm-hmm. and I guess one of the factors of paying him was that he would get a shot on on a road podcast. Oh shit! Oh, wow. Or maybe Damn, he man. got a discount. This is an maybe NFT he, now. Maybe he discounted the DJ. Was like, I get you a, a, a real podcast shout, shout out. out. Really? Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> you can add Yo. your ad right here. Just hit up Kirk here. Yo, so, so this is a shout out to DJ Vertigo, right? Vertigo. Vertigo. Uh, Someone's who, dizzy. Someone's who dizzy. did Sean and Laura's wedding? And Vertigo, you killed it. You did a great. You did a great job. They wrote me a script, which I'm not gonna write, but read. read. 
Okay, I, they wrote a script which I'm gonna try to read, but it's it looks pretty horrific. We heard you put on a banger show for Sean and Laura's wedding, <laughs> Mr. Vertigo, <laughs> uh, in Ottawa, Canada. Your cuts were like hot knife through butter. Oof. Sean told Oof. us you're a big Oof. fan of the podcast, so we just wanted to say what's up to a fellow working DJ and thank you for listening, DJ Vertigo. Great job, motherfuckers. Scott uh, Vertigo. And uh, cool, cool, yeah. And uh, yes. you seem too confused. Great read, great read. I don't know. Banger, set. I should have charged something. I'm about yeah, to, say, yeah, yeah. I'm about to ask you, did you get some money? Yeah, who this? is this? That was an ad. Banger, you know how these work? Banger, set. Hot like butter. For the hot f- like butter. Hot <laughs> that's like the name of this episode. Hot like butter. Uh, what do you call it? I guess that's four years, right? Four yeah, years. Aww. We're definitely not going to do this on our five year anniversary. No, we got to go back big, big. We got to do yeah. something else on our five year anniversary. Major. Sure. Yeah. Big sure. yes. Congrats, but no. guys. Thank but yo, you, you, seriously, you. man, like, uh, I, I, we really got to thank some of these list, a lot of these listeners yeah, for yeah, listening yeah, yeah, to yeah. us for four years. I really don't know how they Feedback, do it. Feedback, everything. <laughs> and they yeah. keep growing by the masses. I'm shocked, though. And you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, we really, really appreciate that shit. Yeah. And, um, definitely. And yeah, man. And uh, thanks, guys. Wow. It's been a pleasure. It's, it's been, been great. I, yeah, I'm yeah, grateful yeah. for you. Hope we can do yeah, four more years. Yeah, we just continue Hopefully. to get better, man. Yeah. Maybe get paid. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just putting it out there in the universe. <laughs> yes, I need a raise. You better, you better we are this. getting paid. But pay I, say, I say a little better. Yeah. A little more better. Yeah. A little more better. More better. A little more better. I want to start bringing more better, ads More better, more better, more better. So if you want to watch this episode on YouTube or view some of our older episodes as well, you can go to youtube.com slash road podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. We post new episodes every Thursday. Every Thursday, y'all, without fail. So definitely come check out the new episodes on YouTube on Thursdays. And, um... Jesus All right, Christ. All right, man. Peace. All right, Peace. Bye.